Y'all ready? We ready. Showroom, y'all ready? Welcome back to Delicious Tears. I'm your host, The Solution, where I will be talking about a particular subject that um, I think it needs to be said. I'm just going to clarify a few things for uh, maybe 30 minutes, maybe less. Depends on how I get rolling. So um, one thing I want to say, uh, I apologize for the, the delay and uh, content and things like that. Got a lot of stuff going on over here. So um I do apologize for that. That is solely on my shoulders, but I do appreciate all of the devout listeners out there, even the passers-by. I do appreciate you for dropping by and joining the content. So this particular topic is, uh, they kind of, I guess they didn't know what to call it. And um, they called it, uh, you know, what do you think about male chauvinism and what's going on with YouTube and all these channels uh, bashing women? And then... The next one said, uh, and I quote, it appears to be you are a red pill man. You're part of the MGTOW movement. Can you clarify that on your podcast? <laughs> what an indictment on my character. Uh, and this is particularly particularly that element of women who listen to the podcast that feel uh, like they're being attacked a lot of times and they get triggered for some of the topics. Let me talk to you about how triggering works. You read something or you see something and it invokes an emotional response because it has a little truth for you in there and it, it invokes a, an emotional response because it basically touched on something that you may be guilty upon or you may have knowledge of and you know you should not be doing that or engaging in, in that type of behavior or thoughts and ideology that's triggering so when you see the title it says trigger alert i do that intentionally sometimes to grab your attention and trust me a lot of listeners get triggered when i touch upon some of these topics because i do it in a certain manner and it's designed that way if you know me personally you know, I have a way of wording things that um, <laughs> make you stop and pause and even catch your breath from time to time. You know, I'm, I'm really adept at that. So if we look up the definition of red pill, it says disambiguation. The root word of disambiguation is ambiguous without form. Hmm. Lacking clarity. So... It's basically the unpleasant truth represented by the red pill and remain in blissful ignorance representing by the blue pill. So it's the uncomfortable truth versus willful ignorance. Hmm. Now, another element of the uh, the red pill is what's called the manosphere. If you're watching uh, shows like this, these are the uh, Duke O'Shea Jackson's um, the mediocre tutorials and reviews and of course kevin samuels and alpha male uh those, those guys uh they belong to what is deemed the manosphere all right which is also referred to as the red pill it's an ideology promoting the search of hidden truths for the world we live in like the motivation for some political and global decisions different effects of men's action towards women and probable consequences that would appear so 
if you listen to this, you clearly know that there's a certain element of women who don't like this, and those are the feminists. So, you know, if you watch movies, you know, Red Pill came from the Matrix. Okay. So, yeah, the red pill, the blue pill. Would you like to know? Or do you want to carry on in ignorance? So, when it, it comes to the uh, MGTOW, men going their own way, which is what it stands for, it's saying, look, basically, I'm not going to engage in any type of meaningful relationships with women because it has done nothing but help me back from my purpose or my goals, what I'm doing. Um, I'm basically being hamstrung by having this relationship with someone who's basically a drain upon me. So let's get to the root question here of the podcast you know, that was sent in. The solution, are you a red pill man? No, not in its purest form. Okay, No, not in its purest form. Um, some of the ideologies of the uh, quote unquote stereotypical red pill movement and as a women, I don't agree with, but as a man, there's some things like, nah, I'm, I'm good on that. Um, so what's your take on relationships? Meaningful relationships are, are healthy. No man is designed to be alone. No man's an island. Um, if this individual man has realized that having a being married, having a uh, committed relationship with the woman has always drained him of his resources, either financially, mentally, emotionally. Then, yeah, as an individual, he'll say, nope, that's not for me. I'm not doing that. And that woman has to accept it. So the reason for the backlash with that is that, of course, there are women saying, well, what's wrong with him? You know, he, he doesn't want to be committed. You know, he's not worried about that. He's thinking we're just taking his money from him. You know, we're always viewed as a nag. Now, if the heel fits, wear it in regards to that man. So what's going to happen on this episode is that there's going to be women that hear and there are going to be women that listen. So if you have not caught on how I do this podcast, I don't go after all women because I have not interacted with all women. I go after the abhorrent behavior of some women who feel as though they should get away with certain things because they are women. All right. The damsel in distress thing. There's a, a, a whole movie genre about that. The femme fatale where there's always a problem and they dupe some hope to help her out in her scheme and plan. This is still the femme fatale thing that goes on. Oh, help me. Meanwhile, there's some plotting and scheming that's going on. If you're that woman, it applies to you. Like I say, hey, strap, slide on that heel, whatever it is, and walk with it because that is in regards to you. Now, if you don't engage in that type of behavior, I'm not talking to you, obviously. It's a shame I got to say that all the time. It's a shame that we have to say this period. Well, you know, hey, if it fits, uh, <laughs> rock with it. Simple as that. So, you know, there's another part where people, um, you know, talk about uh, incels. All right. And, you know, the, the, the whole red pill thing runs counter to the divested woman thing. OK, now what's interesting about it, there are some racial lines with this. Believe it or not. So I talked about on one of my early podcast episodes of how the feminist movement doesn't really apply to all women who want to be a part of it. 
some of your pawns in a greater cause for it and you don't know that it's just the thing to do it's the wave and now with uh more women more men speaking out because i did talk about this before where men are like you know something i i don't care because the whole concept before this whole speaking up thing about men was that a lot of men felt like they were going to miss out on some sex if they spoke out against some of the behaviors of women who championed these things as a right and just cause but it was feminism pure is not about equality it's about supremacy and dominance it's the same thing as male chauvinist just from a male perspective if you look at feminism pure that's what it's all about it has nothing to do about equality and some women have been led to believe that once you get into the root cause of this you know the Gloria Steinem type thing Gloria Steinem the uh red stocking movement yeah this has nothing to do about let's even the playing field which should be there anyway this is all about uh we want that and we're going to take that by any means necessary and you have um you know a lot of these causes that get uh, attached to it as well but like i said hey i'm all for the uh equality portion but when you just want to clearly dominate something and it's like okay you held that long enough it's time for us to take that over nah nah that's a problem all right we could do this together believe it or not so let, let's talk about the whole in cell thing okay um someone who believes in the black pill is referred to as black pill all right it's a profoundly sexist ideology amounts of fundamental rejection of women's sexual emancipation labeling women shallow cruel creatures who only choice who only choose the only and most attractive men if given a choice <laughs> all right it's also a belief that the entire social system was broken that one's place in the system was not something any individual could change and incel who's taken the black pill has adopted belief that they are hopeless and they lack success romantically and sex is primarily regards of any change they might have to try to make their physical appearance personality characteristics now the the crazy thing about that that applies to men and women too because you look at the whole body positive thing that's black pilling okay that's black pilling yeah fatalism defeatism unattractive people so lizzo yeah all right the uh more overweight undesirable dude that women pass upon yeah but more so the whole body positive movement is an element of the black pill but that's really dominated by women okay where it was really focused at men because hey i'm i'm being passed over because i don't i'm not as attractive as the next guy well <laughs> yeah the body positive movement took that away from those men <laughs> yeah so <laughs> you also have another thing in here fa okay forever alone forever alone the omegas the betas the undersex or sexless so these are only you know involuntarily celibate and when you, when you talk about the term celibate it's always by choice right but what about the people who are just like, I don't want to be celibate, but I am because nobody's coming for me. OK, I'm, I'm getting the scraps if I get any in terms of um, an intimate sexual relationship. Yeah, you know, the the, the Eeyores of the uh, intimate, you know, interpersonal relationship between men and women. These are the incels. 
Now, I know this might be a little bit deep for a lot of people, and this might be like, oh my goodness, this is, you know, unique, okay? <laughs> but a lot of times the uh, the black pill thing has been uh, considered chauvinist and sexist and, you know, saying women are egocentric, cruel, and shallow. Now, why would that happen? It, you know, unfortunately with stereotypes, there's some type of uh, evidence that would say, hey, you know something, all of you are like this. Like the bad apple. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look at this. It's got a worm. It's all bruised up. These are all bad. It means somewhere in that group, someone's done something, unfortunately. And we always target uh, stereotypical behavior and stereotyping on racial and ethnic lines. But this is also gender lines as well. Somebody's doing these things for people to say, you know something? <laughs> I'm not dealing with y'all. You're all about yourself. You're selfish. All right. And there are women like that where if it's not about them, they want no parts of it. If they can't lord and dominate over the, the decision making process, they want no part of it. None. So that's where the egocentric, cruel and shallow part of it. You know, it's just how do I look if I'm not the best looking one out there? Oh, well, I don't care about anybody. Yeah, that might hurt his feelings. Oh, well, I'm doing me. Okay. Check me out. And you get to see a lot of this on social media. Okay. But like I told y'all, this can be applied to um both sides. Now, let's talk about the beta. You know, <laughs> for years, women champion beta men. And of course we know why. Because they got whatever they wanted from these men. These men offered little resistance, even when they knew what these women were doing was it, it had no profitability for them in any manner. But they were just happy to be with this particular woman because she looked a certain way or she was able to do certain things or she was successful and they went with it and she was with them because she got over. But then imagery is a mother. You know, there's there's this, this thing where the mouthy woman, you know, I talk back and all this stuff. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm not Joan Cleaver and all that. OK, that's cool. That's cool. I don't want Joan Cleaver. Joan Cleaver looks pretty boring. But being uh, incorrigible and difficult just because that's annoying. That's annoying. Some of you think take that as cute. Everything is not argumentative. Or debate worthy someone told you just starting stuff was cute and social media has led you to believe that with these unreality shows just a bunch of yelling and arguing all the time and it translates over to the men so i like to say any man that appears you know he's with the woman he's on one of these unreality tv shows they're straight up betas because you're going to have to own the legacy of the obnoxious behavior of your wife or girlfriend or financee, fiance, whatever she is, was, you know, basically out there for perpetuity purposes for a generation lifetime. It's going to become a sitcom at some point. And that is their legacy. They don't have to own that behavior, throwing drinks at each other, yelling, arguing, cursing all the time, insane behavior. Like, why? Why do we need to see this? Okay. And these guys are with these women willingly agreed to this shout out to the men who 
stayed in the shadows while all this uh, <laughs> foolery and silliness was going on. And I always talk about the Monica Lewinsky effect. We know Monica Lewinsky doesn't have any kids because of her legacy. I like to say that. She knows at some point that child is going to grow up and they're going to have some history classes. And Bill Clinton's name is going to show up. And his mom name is going to appear in the historical context of that. And it's not very honorable. You aren't thinking about your legacy. So, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so I, I could go on this forever in a day. But uh, thank you. Thank you. And the thing about it is like you can't you can stop being an incel. It's not permanent. You can come out of that. But it's going to take some personality adjustment, okay? And the the women who view uh, red pill men as um, a, a threat or angry or sexist, there are some extremists within that, okay? But the problem is with this is that they're women who are terrified that men are saying, "I too know my worth," and you're not going to water it down. And I'm not going to put up with the silliness that you think you can get away with because you know you got to. A large butt, breasts, you look cute in the face, but you're annoying. Can't deal with you very long. And you have no desire to change that because you've gotten away with it for so long. Yeah, that's what's leading a lot of guys. Oh, you know something? She's always in his pockets or always trying to get something out of this guy. It's not going well unless she's profiting from the connection to that man. So when we look at this, it's not a bad thing. It's just men saying, you know something, I'm not dealing with some of the women out there that are doing this. Until I see otherwise, I'm good. I'm good. And a lot of it's been targeted at American women. You'll, you'll see and read about a lot of red pill men or, you know, MGTOW men who have gone and married women from foreign countries because this insane silly overly publicized behavior obnoxious behavior of some women in america has been championed like hopefully she's not tampered by any of that stuff but i told you women are different because of culture not because of uh ethnic or racial lines if they get exposed to something they accept it that's how it's going to be eddie murphy told a joke about that you know i wouldn't have you know the zebra joke you know, he went over to Africa and found himself a woman out in the bush because she hadn't been tampered with by American women. That's what the joke was about. He said once she got with her girlfriend, she started asking for half and saying he was treating her bad. That was the gist behind the joke, the punchline. While you were laughing, he was actually dropping some jewels on you. It was kind of funny because Eddie Murphy married <laughs> a woman like that. Not not a woman from there, but um, his wife who uh, chases around wealthy men, you know, but I'm the solution. Hope you enjoyed this topic. If you didn't, you still listen. It's cool. Do chime in. Send those voice messages. Shout out to my dude, Jerron. Appreciate you, man. Shout out to the toe box. Appreciate you. Shout out to Sandra. Appreciate you. All right, all of you out there that regularly send me topics 
you know everybody that, that hits up the email with the, the topics and things like that or just send it to me via social media i appreciate you if you haven't downloaded the anchor app do that tell a friend tell a friend about the podcast all right i'm going to ruffle some feathers all right i'm going to make some draws bunch you're going to be uncomfortable sometimes i'm not here to the joking kid i'm here to talk about the topics that you asked for <laughs> that's what i'm doing here but you can fix all this by simply being a good human and i'm out of here The solution.